Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Friday, May 21st. All of the U.S. equity futures indices are up about 25 basis points. So that works out to about 10 points on the S&P, 35 points on the NASDAQ, and about 80 points for the Dow. So that's about 25 basis point rally in U.S. equities. Europe is doing about the same. So the major European indices are up about 25 to 30 basis points. There is outperformance in autos, industrials, real estate, healthcare, and telecom, mild underperformance in Europe in banks, insurers, and real estate. And then Asia was more mixed overnight. So you had strength in Japan, Taiwan, and India, while mainland China suffered losses. Um, so not a whole lot to talk about this morning. It's definitely a very slow um, overnight session. And then there's really not a ton of major incremental macro news other than I would say economic data. So there were a bunch of economic figures out from around the world. Um, you got the flash PMIs from Europe, the UK, Japan, Australia. The Eurozone figures were healthy. The UK numbers were very strong and the UK also had very strong retail sales. So obviously that country is seeing a resurgence in growth as it exits its pandemic. Um, and then Europe is not far behind. Um, you definitely are seeing signs of a pickup in Eurozone growth um, as that as the, as, uh, the COVID COVID transmissions in the region fade. Um, Japan's PMIs cooled versus the prior month um, in large part because that country is dealing with a resurgence. It's recently implemented more um, lockdown restrictions. And then on the inflation front, you had South Korea's PPI jumped um, versus the prior month. You know, nothing terribly incremental. I don't think anything that really kind of um, alters the, the outlook around growth other than for Europe specifically, um, you know, Clearly, that region is emerging from its pandemic. Growth is rebounding. That will factor into the upcoming ECB meeting on June 10th, which will include fresh updated outlook on growth and inflation from the ECB. Um, And obviously, there is a lot of anticipation that the ECB could announce a taper of its asset purchase pace, um, you know, consistent with what we had out of the Fed minutes this week, where the Fed also is considering tapering. So, this definitely will play into monetary policy, the improvement in growth. But I think for now, for this morning, um, I don't think it really changes a whole lot. Um, just looking at the other topics, other macro topics, nothing new out of the Fed. So, you know, I think obviously the minutes uh, Wednesday afternoon reveal that the Fed is in fact considering a tapering. The market has absorbed the news very well. I think the narrative in the U.S. has shifted in the last couple of weeks, whereby there was a lot of concern around inflation firming beyond expectation that the Fed was falling behind the curve. I think the minutes have um, alleviated some of those anxieties. And also it's not, you know, the, I don't think the Fed is revealed that it was tapering any faster than anyone expected. So again, I think the market, so long as tapering does not happen before November, um, is is comfortable with, with the messaging um, in the minutes. And I think even if they were to taper in November, December, that would leave the balance sheet still expanding into the middle of next year while a rate hike is still several years away. So, um, you know, if anything at this point in time, that obviously there's been a ton of concern and anxiety around a taper tantrum and one could still occur, but 
Um, I think for right now, the market is comfortable with the current messaging around tapering, that it is possible in the final months of this year. Um, but again, it's not going to happen imminently. And this also, again, like I said, can is, is relieving some of the anxiety around inflation. On the U.S. fiscal policy front, nothing new either, other than on the international minimum um, corporate tax proposal. Remember, the White House has a variety of different corporate tax um, proposals that it's pursuing, one of which is a global minimum tax. So it had been arguing for a 21% rate yesterday. It cut that down to 15%. So there are a bunch of articles talking about how that could help forge a compromise at the OECD. Um, I still think this issue is enormously complex. It strikes me as being very similar to the border adjustment tax idea of several years ago um, that was too complex for its own good. And I, and that's how I view this global minimum tax. Um, I just I just have a very hard time seeing all these very different countries coming to an agreement and then that agreement passing um, US uh, the US Congress. So um, you know I don't think the the US fiscal policy dynamic has shifted dramatically. I still think you're looking at worst case, um, a 25% corporate rate, a 28% capital gains rate. Um, and I don't think I don't I don't see this international um, tax plan coming to fruition. I still think your most likely outcome will be some type of a mini deal um, with about seventy billion per year of fiscal infrastructure spending for ten years. So that's about seven hundred billion total, um, with little to no tax increases. Um, just keep in mind we are coming up on the deadline. So the White House and Senate Republicans are negotiating. They they are making progress. The White House has said that Memorial Day is kind of their rough deadline. Um, if if substantive progress has not occurred by then, the White House will kind of pivot back to a partisan track to passing um, its Build Back Better agenda. But it has a big problem in the Senate, um, whereby the votes do not exist, even if they were going to use reconciliation to pass the Build Back Better plan as it currently stands. So um, I still think that this kind of mini plan is, is probably the best bet at this point in time. Uh, so those are all kind of the big macro themes and trends on the earnings front. You know, the numbers remain very, very strong. Um, so you had AMAT, Deckers, Palo Alto Networks, um, Ross Stores all had solid numbers out last night in the U.S. And then Reichmont this morning in Europe is rallying the Swiss luxury goods company after it reported very healthy um, numbers too. Looking into the Friday session for the U.S., U.S. flash PMIs um, at 9.45 will be in focus. Biden will be meeting with South Korea's president at the White House. This is his second um, head of state meeting that will be uh, occurring physically at the White House. And then you have uh, three earnings that are going to be in focus, Deere, Foot Locker, and uh, VF Corp. So that is it for today. Um, I published the latest Bull vs. Bear conversation yesterday that gives all of my latest views on the market, all the big kind of macro topics, themes, and trends that everyone are, uh, that everyone is talking about. So take a look at that on the website. And thank you everyone for listening.